And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. It was very good. It was very good. And behold, it was very good. Hello! Welcome back to 7 Every time I what? do that, I do hand actions, but we're Me a podcast, too. so no Me one too. can see it. <laughs> it, it no, anyway. you can feel it. You can feel it. It's like when people <laughs> smile and they talk. You can hear the smile. That's it's the right. same That's thing. That's right. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm Shush. I am Dan. And today we have... Aaron. Yay! <laughs> That's the it. first time that I've gone second and said, and today we have. Oh, sorry, Dan. I jumped the gun. Yeah, no, I loved it. It was great. Oh, good. Something different. Good. Why not? Erin, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm I'm just awake. Just <laughs> awake. For the for the listeners, Erin is from which country, Erin? The United States. Yes, Ooh, which yeah. means there's a bit of a time difference, which means mm-hmm. me and Shusha are here in the morning and Erin, mm-hmm. it is kind of night there, the beginning of the night for you. Yeah, evening so, time. Yeah, there you go. So that's why that's why I'm. Yes, you're gonna have to put up with our croaky voices in the morning. So that's all right. Dan and I are like creatives who are like we're the night owls. So we're like, what yes. is this morning time? Yeah, Does this time exist every day? The the bright sunlight coming through is like shielding your eyes. Yeah, burns our skin. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're really excited to have you on the podcast today, Erin. Um, yeah. And we'll get into all the things in a moment. But why don't we start off with the Fast Five? It's a Fast Five. It's a Fast Five. It's a Fast Five. It's a Fast Five. It's a... Look, a quick debrief of the Fast Five, Erin. There's mm-hmm. just five silly questions that you just answer with whatever pops to mind. Perfect. Mm-hmm. It's as easy as that. So get ready because these are the hard-hitting questions that you're about <laughs> to get over the next hour. I'm ready. Erin, do you prefer sweet food, salty food, or sour food? Mm. Oh, salty. <laughs> nice. Salty food, yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> All right. Now, this is... A bit of a personal preference question again. Are you Harry Potter, Star Wars, or Lord of the Rings, or none? Oh, all of them? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Currently, I'm rereading all yep. the Harry Potter books because we're yes. getting ready to go to yep. Harry Potter land for vacation. Oh. So yep. right now, Harry Potter. Six months ago, Star okay. Wars. <laughs> oh. Just a rotation. And like, as, does... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I feel like I'm very similar. It like rotates that's with good. the seasons. Like fall is Harry <laughs> yeah, Potter, yeah. winter is Star Wars, <laughs> spring is Lord of the Rings. Perfect. Yeah. Easy. Right. Good answer. <laughs> what is your favorite genre of music? Mm. I like indie kind mm. of music. I think that's the name for it. Like singer, songwriter, guy with a guitar with all of his feelings. That yeah. style of music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great, great. Yeah, perfect description. You nailed it. <laughs> All right. Fourth question. What was your first email address? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It was... If you can remember. I can. It was Grace Elmo because Grace is my middle name and Elmo was my favorite character. Uh, Perfect. This, this question never <laughs> never fails. You always find something out. It's always interesting. <laughs> and for our last question, oh, this is very exciting because we have a question from mm. one of our listeners, which is always exciting. Oy. So Here this question comes from Zach, who has been an avid listener for seven days. Oh, yes, like he has. Yes, he has. <laughs> yes, he has. Zach says, is there a Bible story that intimidates you as a creative? Oh. I know. that That's a great question. I know, right? Uh, what's the name of the woman who put the tent peg through the heart? The Old <gasps> Testament one? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember her name. Yeah, but her... I don't remember. I don't either. <laughs> I'm sure the Bible scholars who listen will know who I'm talking about, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah. that, I think a lot of the Old Testament stories, but that one in particular, like the weird ones where you read it and you're like, oh, okay. And then you think about it and you're like, no, that's not <laughs> normal. Yeah. You just yeah. like pass over that you put a tent peg through his heart and then you read it. You're like, wait, that's not, that's <laughs> not normal. Yeah. That's not what happens. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, that's a great one. I think I'm intimidated by that. When you said that, I was like, oh yeah, that's definitely that one. Uh-huh. Well, there we go. We survived. Yeah. Yeah, you survived Fast Five. Ooh, it's a fast five. Success. Who would have thought it? Fast Five. Erin, what we might get you to do is just give us kind of like a five-minute background story of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? What do you do? Mm-hmm. And kind of what's got you to where you are now? Yeah. Uh, well, I am current, I'll start where I am currently and then kind of how I got here. Beautiful. I, um, currently work for the Salvation Army Eastern Territory in the United States as the dance ministry specialist at, uh, THQ. So I oversee dance ministry, uh, in the Eastern Territory, which we have a lot of beautiful dance leaders here, so that's not too crazy of a job in my area. But I try to just create space for dance to happen in worship settings, in outreach settings, uh, just kind of advocating for dance to have a home uh, in anything that the Salvation Army kind of does here. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. that's a big part of my job. Uh, and I also am the director of Move Dance Company, which is the Eastern Territories dance company that gets together a few times a year and performs and uh i love that group of dancers they have my heart (laughs) um so that's kind of what where i am now i grew up uh knowing that i wanted to be a dancer my entire life i my parents tell a story that i have three older sisters who all danced as well growing up and when i was born our ballet teacher who was from russia called my mom at the hospital and said when you bring her to ballet and that's kind of where it started so this is like been a part of my life from day one Um, so there was never any doubt in my mind that I was gonna do anything other than dance so I danced all through high school I went to college for ballet performance and then after college I danced professionally for a few years and then got married, which kind of navigated my life away from the city 
uh, for a number of reasons, but uh, I began teaching dance, which is something I never thought I would like doing, Uh, (laughs) but I did it out of necessity and discovered that I loved it. I loved uh, being able to speak into students' lives and expand their capacity um, to understand how to express themselves and interact with each other. Um, So I kind of fell in love with teaching, and from there... I got a call that a job was opening with a woman named Carol Jodis in the Salvation Army at headquarters, and she kind of pioneered arts ministries in the Salvation Army, at least in the United States. So I jumped at the opportunity to work for her because she's been a mentor in my life, um, and that's kind of how I got to where I am now, living in New York, working for the Salvation Army in dance. Amazing. And so with that journey, like... <laughs> Uh, what's your faith journey been like mm-hmm. in kind of parallel with that? Mm-hmm. I um, am lucky that I have known Jesus my entire life. Like as a mm. very young child, it was just like, Jesus is my best friend. We talk to <laughs> each other on a regular basis. This is just what life is. And there have been yeah. uh, moments in life that obviously things have gotten difficult, um, moments where I've been really angry with the Lord, but I've always kind of known that he's close to me mm-hmm. and work working mm-hmm. with me through those moments. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's Amazing. Been, That's great. been there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And now, a celebration story. And we want to recognize and, and throw on them. Because yeah. we want to share them on the podcast. Woo-hoo! If you have celebration stories, reach out to us. <laughs> we will honour it all. Alright, I've got a celebration story for you, Dan. You ready? Oh, I am ready. So, I was in a meeting the other day, a Teams meeting as we do in, in mm. 2021. And 2020, yep. anyway. Um, and we were going around and sharing different things. And something somebody said really stood out to me. And I was like... That's something we need to celebrate in the podcast. That's fantastic. Mm. So I'm going to hit you with it. Um, mm. It's a bit of a shout out to Joycelyn McIver, who is a officer in Sydney, an absolute legend, um, beautiful person, beautiful woman of God. Um, and she was sharing how to get through lockdown. You know, it's so easy to kind of focus on all the negatives and everything we all know the deal of, of yep. lockdown and the lockdown blues and whatever. So uh, to kind of combat that, she's been focusing on others and, and you know, how she can bless and strengthen them. Uh, and yeah, bless them, right? Uh, and so she's been using her God-given skills of knitting and sewing and craft and all those things to make things to give to others during lockdown. No way. Yes way. And I just thought that was so cool that in yeah. a time where it sucks and we can so easily become kind of insular, she's actually focusing on others. And not just that, but as she said, using her God-given skills to bless others and I just thought that was so cool how even like that lockdown doesn't stop that and that she's using her her love of knitting and and all these things to bless others and I just really wanted to give a shout out to her because I think that's amazing and I think she's amazing well done this is a good reminder that if you have a skill use it yeah for the betterment of others for the betterment of the kingdom and also, if you know of people doing this, yes, send it to us. Let us yes. hear about it so we can honour them on the pod. 
Yes. Because I think this is a special little spot that we have and I love doing it and I know Shush loves doing it because she's smiling. So <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we love you, Joycelyn. Thanks for yeah, watching Joycelyn. us. Increasing the kingdom. So you're a dancer, obviously, we've heard. Dance has always been part of your life um, and like moving your body and everything. And you are doing this ministry called Yoga Faith, which is amazing. Mm. It's fantastic. I have tuned in a little bit to it. It's really cool. Um, and I guess we wanted to spend some time today focusing on that and talking specifically about Yoga Faith. So mm-hmm. I guess, first of all, what is Yoga Faith? Yeah. Mm. So Yoga Faith is uh, a style, uh, I would say it's a style of yoga um, that uses the physical postures of yoga with uh, scripture, worship music, meditation. So it's essentially a yoga class, but taught from a Christian perspective. Um, Mm. So we're guiding people to a moment of stillness so that they can encounter the Lord. That's the goal of a Yoga Faith class that I for me (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. and how did you hear about yoga faith how did you get into it um yeah yeah I took yoga in college not Christian or faith-based yoga but uh just because my body needed it and I needed the elective credits so I (laughs) took it uh and kind of fell in love with the physical benefits of it the deep breathing Mm -hmm. the stretching while you're strengthening your muscles all of that was really appealing to me um and I maybe about two years ago have a friend who uh got certified to teach yoga faith and I had heard of Christian yoga but I was a little skeptical of it (laughs) because unfortunately uh, sometimes when Christians do something they don't always do it as well as we should Mm -hmm. with the same Mm -hmm. level of excellence so when this woman said to me you should get certified in yoga faith is like that's probably like a a not as good version (laughs) of yoga and (laughs) no thank you Um, But then I realized that it was really could be intertwined with my job as the dance ministry person. I'm asked a lot to lead early morning stretch classes or relaxation. Like this is all essentially yoga, but called something else. So (laughs) I started looking into certification programs and uh, my work kind of funded this journey for me, which I was really grateful for. Because of that, it needed to be faith-based. So I was like, well, Mm. let's do this. Um, And I was nervous and skeptical all the way through the process. Uh, I arrived the first day. The training was a hybrid of online and in-person. So I did, it's a 200-hour certification. I did 100 hours online and then 100 hours in-person. So when I arrived for the in-person, everyone was like, I weep my way through yoga classes. The presence of God is so amazing. I'm like, I have never cried in a yoga class. You must be really weird Christians. Like, I don't know. I called my husband like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't know if I'm going to last eight days with these people. They seem kind of strange. Um, but then we, the first day, did a yoga class. And there I was weeping on my yoga mat, having an encounter yeah. with the Lord. So I really ate my own wow. fears there. <laughs> um, yeah. But just... Uh, there was some kind of marriage between going in, expecting the presence of God, connecting your physical movement, your breath, your mind, your body, like all of that mind, body, strength coming together in one moment. Uh, 
I don't know. There's just something really special about it. And now I'm mm. one of those people who's like, come to yoga class. You probably cry by the end of it. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. So, so yoga definitely has kind of, I guess, connotations outside of the Christian realm, mm-hmm. right? Like it is a very spiritual thing. We're talking meditation. We're talking, yeah. you know, uh, a lot of people would associate yoga with without Christianity, yes. I would say, yeah. as a broad statement. Yeah. I'm not a, a yogi expert. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, have you had, I guess, trouble or there's obviously some kind of journey mm-hmm. that has fluctuated between that? Because mm-hmm. even like, uh, I'm assuming there might even be people that have kicked back about yoga being yeah. a faith thing. Mm-hmm. Could you speak to that a little bit? I'm yeah. just... I just assume when I hear that someone has started Christian yoga that there are going to be people that go, hold on, that's not Christian. So can yes. we, can you kind of unpack that a yeah. little bit? Because I know that would probably be a big part of the journey yeah. within the, the, the yoga realm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you assume correctly. Most people <laughs> are very skeptical of yoga in a Christian context yeah. because Uh, The first association for many people is Hinduism because they've kind of adopted yoga into their faith practice and that's part of what they do. Um, Now yoga predated that so it existed before it became a Hindu practice but they the Hindu faith is the are the people who really structured yoga into what we recognize as yoga now. Um, so that is a very real thing. And there are, uh, yoga teachers who are of the Hindu faith, who, when you go to their class, you are being led spiritually somewhere. Um, because yoga is about emptying yourself and, uh, emptying yourself to what it's wherever your instructor is guiding you, whether that's to the Mm. universe or to a specific Mm. God, you're always being led somewhere. Um, so people have real concerns about that and they're not unfounded. I like to say mm-hmm. to people yeah. when they call me and say, this is wrong, <laughs> uh, which has happened, <laughs> but I like to say to them, you know, if you're in a yoga class and you don't feel safe in your spirit, you have the Holy Spirit in you and that's discernment. Mm-hmm. So don't go there. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if it doesn't yeah. feel right, yeah. trust yourself in that. But also, uh, worship is a posture of the heart. So a lot of people have, I've had one conversation with a man who said, uh, if you do a cobra pose, which you lay on your stomach and you lift your chest up. And he said, whenever you're doing that, that pose is worshiping the cobra God. And you're waiting for this demonic spirit to slither up your spine and turn your eyes green. You're supposed to hold the pose until your eyes turn green. He's describing this to me. And he said, so anytime you have someone do that pose, Uh, you're exposing them to a demonic spirit. And I said, you know, Mm. I understand and appreciate your concern. Uh, I value that you care enough about this to talk to me. But it is about the posture of your heart. So for me, when I'm lifting my heart upward and praying, God, would you search my heart and see if there's any anxious thoughts within me? I think if that's where my heart and my mind are, I'm not open in that moment for a demonic spirit to come do something in my space. It's just not Mm. possible if the Holy Spirit is is dwelling in me. So I don't want to completely cast aside the concerns uh but i do think there's value to knowing yoga instructors what's their belief system um Mm. 
and kind of using that as a guide to what's safe and what's not and also knowing that the holy spirit is really powerful and i don't mm. think um anything can beat him so <laughs> even yeah. when i take yeah. non-christian yoga classes i'm in there praying for the holy spirit to come fill the room and i feel like for these people who are just praying that they'll they're emptying themselves and hoping that they feel something god would you come yeah. and help them feel your peace in this moment and mm. have an encounter with you so I don't know. I think there's a, a balance there to having discernment and kind of just trusting the power of the Holy Spirit to show up and do his thing. Mm, oh, I love that. That's that's a great answer. And actually, it gets my mind ticking around like, so there's obviously spiritual warfare side of things as well. Yeah. Like, I would say uh, something that might be overlooked sometimes in with creatives is the spiritual warfare of things. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> Like, even when you're talking, uh, like, in my context, music in a secular environment, mm -hmm. like, there's spiritual warfare going on. And I'm just thinking, as you were talking, I'm just like, okay, well, you've stepped into what secularly is a pretty intense spiritual thing. Yeah. Uh, and you're shining the light of God on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you, I guess... I, I don't. I don't want to say. Have you experienced? I'm just like, mm -hmm. is spiritual warfare like? Has that been a very big thing for you on this journey? Like, I know we know the Holy Spirit's bigger, God's bigger. Yeah. But yeah, is that something that you've had to kind of concentrate on or be open to? I know, like, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't really know what I'm asking. I just know <laughs> that it would be a bit of an interesting little yeah. little spot. So. I think it's a really real thing. Um, I yeah. think that. A, a long time ago, I was in, it was when I was in college, I was at art school and uh, I grew up homeschooled, very sheltered, and then went to a secular arts school and moved on campus and was just kind of in the deep end of um, people who didn't know the Lord and were willing to try anything. And I just, uh, one night was kind of on my face in front of the Lord, like, I don't think I'm going to survive four years of this. Yeah. Like, it's too yeah. dark. Um, and the Lord yeah. gave me this image of a little birthday candle, the kind that has like the color swirl up <laughs> and he lit the candle yeah. and all of a sudden the dark room I was in was lighter. And he said, Aaron, all you have to do is be present because yeah. light can't lose and I'm light and Holy Spirit is in you. So wherever you are, light is there and you can't lose. So I think there's probably a lot of spiritual warfare that happens in a yoga room, especially mm. when there's a believer and unbelievers there. I think there's a lot mm. happening in the spiritual realm, but I really believe in terms of warfare, all I have to do is be there. Yeah. And, yeah. and I win. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's the end yeah, of yeah, the yeah. story. So I think it's very yeah. real, very active, and I don't mm. have to do a lot yeah. other than just show up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, cause it's like, it's not heavy. It's light in the sense of yes. heavy and yes. light in not yes. light and darkness. Yes. Right. And yes. that's God takes care of the rest. He doesn't put a burden mm -hmm. on us, which is like, yes. it's really heavy and there's spiritual warfare. It's really intense. Yes. And you have to deal with this, which I mean, sometimes like people can experience that for sure. But also his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Yeah. And so yeah. Yeah. just be there and, and be yourself and be present with the Holy Spirit in you and I'll take care of the rest. Yeah. That's like yeah. classic God. That checks out, you know, that yeah. makes sense to me in my head. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's such an encouragement as well. Like for, I guess for anyone listening that is maybe in a spot that they think is a bit odd or mm -hmm. it's a bit mm -hmm. too heavy yeah. per se, like, 
like the reliance on the Holy Spirit, uh, mm-hmm. that that heaviness will lift. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, uh, yeah, I really like that. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't thinking about talking about spiritual warfare today, but here we go. There it is. <laughs> so good. Um, well, I was wondering, Aaron, if you would share, uh, do you have any stories of ways God has moved really powerfully through yoga faith, whether like personally or through classes you've been running? I know you run classes like online and mm-hmm. I guess in person as well. Um, mm-hmm. And so... I guess, do you have any kingdom win stories that you could share with us? Yeah, I have a friend who, um, when I started the certification process, was very uh, anti-yoga for Christians and just not like, this is not safe. It's demonic. Don't do this. Very, very vocal about um, her feelings on yoga. And this is over the last, I would say almost two years now, I've had many conversations with her just saying, this is where I'm coming from. She eventually was willing to try one of my classes because I like to say to people when they're hesitant, uh, why don't you sit and observe or try Mm. a class? And then I'd be happy Mm. to talk to you about your concerns. Mm. If you don't feel comfortable doing it, that's fine. Just observe it. And then we can talk about what happened. But through, uh, doing that she has come to love yoga and is now the most regular (laughs) attendee (laughs) to my online facebook live classes um but she really encountered the lord through this and was able to find stillness in the presence of god she said in a way that she had never felt before um just Mm. her mind being able to be slowed down um, and being able to just sit and rest in the presence of God, which was a really beautiful 180 from where we started yeah. Yeah. Uh, a few years before. Um, so I think that's the win. And when I've taught, it's been rare that I've taught in person because I finished my certification literally when the United States shut down. Like yeah, it right. shut down while I was a few states away getting trained and I was like, well, I'm here, so I'm just going to finish it and then let's pray I can get home. <laughs> so yeah. when I, I haven't taught in person much, but the few yeah, times okay. that I have, it's just amazing to see people, you end the class in a pose called Chavasana, your final resting pose laying flat on your back. And I can see people start to relax, like their body releases, and then they start to, to just weep. Or like you can, as the teacher, I can physically see things change and see on their faces and in their bodies, their breathing pattern, that (laughs) something is happening for them in that space. And almost 100% of the time, I don't know what that is, but I know it's happening, you know, which is just so life-giving to say like, I don't know what the Lord said to you, but (laughs) I saw that he said something. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's really cool. So... Like the relationship then between spiritual and physical, mm-hmm. right? So you yourself, are you, would you say that you were someone who's kind of always thought or taking care of yourself in the physical sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and does that relate to your spiritual belief? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, speak to the relationship between physical and spiritual because I think that 
that gets overlooked sometimes. Mm, yeah. But again, I'm assuming. So no. I'll hand it over to you to see if I've assumed correctly. You have. You have. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very intertwined. Like the mm. scripture's clear about talking about body, mind, spirit. Those things mm. all need to be taken care of. Um, so for me as a dancer, physical health and well-being has always been at the forefront because it needed to be, but also I can see patterns in my life where physically I was not as well, I was not doing well or not as healthy. Um, and the pattern is that in my spirit, I wasn't either or in my (laughs) mental health, like those things are tied together and even in a silly way uh my husband can tell when i'm stressed because our house is a mess like it's all (laughs) in me everything is looped together if i'm doing well my life is organized i'm healthy i feel at peace i'm connected with the lord and if one area of my life goes what's the word wonky (laughs) Um, (laughs) it all kind of topples out of place all of it so uh yoga is one of the very few things that i've found that focuses on all those different aspects. It's not just a physical Mm. practice. It's not just a spiritual practice and it's not just a mental exercise. It's all three of those happening at the same time, yoking together your mind, your body, your spirit Mm. so that everything is working together in one moment. That's the goal, which I feel like that is scriptural (laughs) like to to do that. Um, And yeah, I think they're so, so connected Yeah, you can't address one without the other being affected. It's so true, though. And I think, um, as Dan said, it is often something that gets overlooked. And especially as Christians, Mm. I think we don't always think of the physical as being so connected with our spiritual Mm -hmm. um, or or necessarily thinking that you can... Not that you, I don't think people think you can't do it, but like it's not your first go-to that you can experience Mm -hmm. God through being physically active, whatever that is, like whatever movement, whether it's like dancing or running or yoga or like choose your own, whatever it is, like actually that's a really real way you can experience God. And I don't think that's necessarily something we always think of we're like oh i'm Mm -hmm. sure god can do it i'm sure i'm not saying he can't but you know it's actually very much connected and and a lot of people experience god when they're physically moving yeah yeah there's some there's like science behind why that happens that i don't know very many details about but i also have been thinking through a lot uh and discussing with people that self-control is one of the fruits of the spirit so mm, if I have yeah. no self-control in terms of my health and my physical well-being, mm. is that evidence that maybe I'm lacking the spirit in some mm. area of my life? The discipline that huh. comes with being a believer that should extend over different areas of my life, including including my physical health, yeah. which is a challenge. You just blow my mind that'll over o- here. That'll open <laughs> And that'll open a can of worms too. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> <laughs> Eric just constantly uh, has these conversations with people. It's just can of worms everywhere. <laughs> just yeah, open yeah, them yeah. and then run away. <laughs> I don't know about this. It's, so it's just a thought. <laughs> it's it's an interesting observation where like, because all of this stuff is actually really prevalent in just society at the moment yeah, right? yeah. Like we're talking like mental health and physical health mm-hmm. and i know people are like if you're suffering with anxiety or depression like get your body moving yeah. that'll help you know like yeah. and it's just 
uh, an observation I have. It's just funny how these things scientifically are starting to back up what <laughs> we believe. Yes. Yeah. And I think people will often look at that in the opposite and say, mm-hmm. oh, you know, science is completely different to spirituality. Yeah. But it's just funny how much they intertwine mm. as life goes on. And, yeah. and that's just an observation I have. And that's that's why I'm going to take a, one of your yoga classes after this. Yay! I'm ready for <laughs> it because I'm tired. So I'm like, yes, I'm going to take one of her yoga classes online yeah. and show how horribly flexible I am. But, um <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting observation, and I think it is something that we need to connect more in yeah. the spiritual sense. Yeah, mm. yeah, and I think it's interesting. Just when you're talking, Dan, it sparks something. Like in the sense of yoga is quite accepted in you know non-Christian communities. Like yeah. it's quite a normal mm-hmm. part of life, and it's something. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes a lot of our Christian practices are so foreign to people who aren't believers that like yeah. Bible study or corporate worship or like all mm-hmm. these things, people are like, well, that's weird. I don't, that's not a normal part of my life. Whereas yoga is actually something really normal for people. Yeah. And yet yeah. we can bring it into a Christian context. I'm like, oh my goodness, there's the mission field. That's the yeah. tool. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. I've had a lot of people who are not believers friends of mine say I want to take yoga class I'm like you can take it but it's like scripture and prayer the whole time like I don't know if you want that because I know what you believe and it's not this (laughs) you know (laughs) Um, but they take it and they're like man that's so peaceful like thank you for that time And like this is that's ministry they just wanted to do downward dog for a little while but in the meantime they're being exposed to the presence of God because that's what it is which is awesome Mm -hmm. So and it's cool. also like people who are into the yoga thing are actually, I feel like, again, another broad statement, <laughs> but I feel like they're a bit more open to the spiritual in some aspect as yeah. well, right? Because yeah. there is, there's always been those connotations with the spiritual. Mm. So it is a really good evangelistic tool. It like, is. Let's all start yoga classes. What are we doing? I let's know. go. <laughs> I'm going to be a, it, listen. Clear something up for me. Mm-hmm. Yogi. What's with yogi versus yoga? What's the difference so of that word? A yogi is a person who does yoga or like a practitioner of yoga. So okay. uh, I would be a yoga instructor, but if I'm referring to myself, I could say I'm a yogi because okay. I kind of made like that it. up. I might be wrong about that. <laughs> Nah, it's nah you're enough. certified. <laughs> you're like a certified yoga instructor, so it's obviously I'm, that's biblical. I make a lot of things up. I don't know. Take it all with yeah, a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> nah, okay, good. Mean? Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> um, all right. Can I can I ask then? Mm-hmm. Like, because this yoga thing, like it, it actually it sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. By the way, like I'm, as we said, I'm loving talking about it. <laughs> Do you have a specific vision for where you want to take Ooh, this thing? Interesting. Mm. Or has the Holy Spirit revealed to you something to do with where this will go? Or you're just you're just in for the ride and you're just being obedient and doing your thing? I am just in for the ride because what I thought it would look like, it does not. Like I expected mm, yeah. to go to different Salvation Army events uh, and teach late night restorative yoga to get people ready for bed, do breathing exercises Mm. at the start of a worship service, or teach early morning to get people warmed up and moving. Uh, That's what I expected it to look like, and I have done that Mm. twice in the last (laughs) two years. Uh, But what it did turn into is an online uh, ministry from my Facebook page, Teaching Live 
every week for 30 minutes, uh, which not a, I never thought I would teach online. I never thought I would like develop something that was kind of my own. So I am totally on for the ride. feel like I have no clue where this is going, what it's going to look like, but I'm also... Yeah consistently pleasantly surprised <laughs> about yep. what's happening yep. and just kind of like well god clearly this is you because i never would have done this uh mm, and i'm loving yeah. it so we'll just see where it goes yeah, so cool that that's very consistent with just anything god related i feel it it's is. just like oh, i don't even really know how yeah. i got here but we're here <laughs> yeah i'll just keep going i guess yeah you know? and like an online community is not something i was ever interested in but the people who stuck with me for a while consistently online live all literally all over the world so even if i mm. wanted to say let's do something in person they're not all going to get here because they're from different yeah. countries and all over the U.S. Yeah. So it just feels like I, there's no way for me to even try to morph this into what I thought it could be because mm. it's just so far away from <laughs> what I pictured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I'm one of the people I like yeah. here in Australia. <laughs> I'm not consistent. Yeah, there's a I'm few sorry, in Australia. I love it. <laughs> It's probably me. I'm in now. <laughs> Damn, we've got Adelaide. I'm in. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on every class from now on. I'm gonna buy yoga pants. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> That's unnecessary. You must have yoga pants. You must. Otherwise you will not you will not experience the benefit. Um I got a, another question for you then, because like you've done we haven't even touched on your dancing stuff. Mm -hmm. Like we've basically just been on the yoga stuff, mm -hmm. but you're obviously doing what you're, you've wanted to do mm -hmm. or what you're in naturally inclined to do creatively. Mm -hmm. Do you have any kind of advice for some, if someone's listening that wants to go down a path that may seem a bit different, but it's what they're naturally inclined to do. Like, do you have any advice for someone like that? Like, obviously, mm -hmm. like, it's a courageous thing to do. And, and what are some steps you could take? Or mm -hmm. is it just a mindset that you need? Yeah. If you've got anything to throw out there for people, because I feel like you've got a wealth of knowledge around no. this. So, <laughs> <laughs> I say go for it. Like, if you have a heart yeah. for something that's unusual and you feel the presence of God leading you in that way and that there's favor over it, do it. Like, yeah, you'll find your people who want to support you. I didn't think I would find Christians who wanted to do yoga with me, but they existed. I didn't <laughs> think I would find Christians who wanted to dance with me, and they existed. So it's just a matter of being patient, finding the places that the Lord has opened the door, and walking through it. If a door mm -hmm. is shut, there's a reason. Go a different mm -hmm. direction. Um but for me, I've just kind of followed the open doors wherever they are, even when it's the complete opposite from where I thought I would be. I never wanted to work for the Salvation Army, teach dance, live in New York, and I do all three of those things, and I love it. So yeah. follow the open doors, be open-handed with your dreams, but go for it. Why not? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. the worst that yeah. happens is you fail, and then you try something else. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's you know, <laughs> do it. And be assured that we're cheering you on. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, we're here. Me, me and Shush are here cheering <laughs> you on. Yeah. People want to see you succeed at what you're passionate about. Yeah. They want to support yep. you in that. So do yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. Yep. True. Agreed. True. And if you need some encouragement, just message Dan or I. We'll, <laughs> we'll give you some encouragement. We'll be like, We're very <laughs> hey, encouraging people. 
<laughs> it are. might not make sense, but it will be very encouraging. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, we like to spend some time at the end of every episode just honoring the person yeah. coming on. And so we just want to say thank you, Erin, for coming yeah. on, first of all. But thank you for your ministry. I kind of, as I said before, I've taken a couple of your more than a couple. I've taken numerous of your classes online and they are so fantastic. It is just such an amazing way to connect with God and just through your body and your mind. Like it is, like you say, all the different aspects coming together. And I just want to say thank you for your ministry uh, because I personally have benefited from it. And I know so many people have and will continue to. Um, so thank you for that. And thank you for having those hard conversations as well, uh, like, and being Jesus in that and not being like, well, mm. I'm doing it and it's great and the Holy Spirit's <laughs> with me, so bye. Like, actually, um, you know, sitting down and be like, well, let's talk about this. Like, And your point is valid and, you know, all these mm-hmm. things. Thank you for being Jesus in those conversations. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of your ministry. So I'm just like your supporter in Sydney being like, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I I just want to say thank you for your obedience. Um, <laughs> obviously, you wouldn't be where you were if you weren't being obedient. And we touched on it as well. Like, you're just like, I don't really know how we got to where we got to. <laughs> and that's that's like blind obedience, but that's yeah. great. Like, mm. So I just want to honour you for your heart because that shows your heart. Mm. And I say yeah. it every time we have people on here, just your your authenticity like you're an authentic, yeah. authentic person, mm. and that's that's why you've probably gotten to where you've got, and I know that it will go even further. So, yeah, I just want to honour you for that. I I know this pod. It's early in the morning. I feel like we've been a little bit silly, but I also like I genuinely think that what we've discussed is really important, yeah. and I actually think the Holy Spirit's spoken through mm-hmm. our conversation because the Holy Spirit speaks through you. So yeah. I just want to honour you for your heart and your authenticity, and yeah. I think you're awesome. I've Thank known you, you for 40 minutes, but <laughs> you seem great. I think we'd be friends. I think yeah. so too. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's so encouraging. But bless you and bless your ministry as well, and we pray that like God's yeah. favour would just be all over it. Um, and that, you know, with your loaves and your fishes, your like little offering yeah. you bring before God, that he would just bless and multiply it uh, even more yeah. than he's already done. Yeah. Yeah. And for all the listeners, yes. get on and do one of these yogas. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. We're going to post a little link in the we'll description. Awesome. Get on and do one. Like, let's, yeah, let's right. yeah. check it out. If you're or skeptical, observe it. The be- or observe. Exactly. Yeah. Observe mm-hmm. or give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Like, just see, just see what you get out of it. Cause, yeah. Yeah. God and if you want to chat about it, it, reach out to Dan and I, or Erin yeah. might have contacts on the website, yeah. you know, reach out to us. Like if you're not sure about it, don't just like necessarily sit by yourself and like stew on it. Feel free to like, we can chat yeah. about this and chat this yeah. through and yeah. don't feel like your thoughts are not valid because yeah. I'm sure they are. Yes. Um, so let's yeah. chat about it. Yeah. Yeah, reach out to us and we'll probably reach out to Erin to answer all those questions. <laughs> Hello, Seven Days listeners. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what we do uh, and you want to make sure you don't miss an episode, uh, what can you do, Shush? 
you can subscribe to our podcast, uh, which you can yes. find on whatever platform you're using. There'll be a little subscribe button. By clicking that, you'll be notified each time of when a new episode is out. So make sure you hit that button mm. so you don't miss uh, any episode. Uh, but you can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Worship Arts Salvos AU. Uh, you'll get updated there when a new episode comes out. Um, but also we would really appreciate it if you share the podcast, whether you want to share yeah. it on social social media on your facebook insta what tiktok i don't know whatever you use uh we would love it if you would share the podcast um or just tell a friend text it to somebody be like hey check this out it's epic uh we would really appreciate it because we just i guess want to reach as many people as possible who would be interested and not for our sake not because we want to get a a platform for our own sake just because we want to impact as many people as we can for the sake of god's glory if this is going to be impactful for somebody in their faith we want to get it to them um so that's why we'd ask you to share it perfect i couldn't have said that any better myself thanks